1: with some really good local information about our real estate market. It might be cold and raining back in New Jersey and warm and sunny here in the Central Valley. Well, real estate's a lot like the weather. It's what's local that matters the most. So to help me with this today, I have Mr. Rip Havdi of um, Real Brokers here in the studio. Rip, I know you're nervous because you've never been on this show before, and you're you're not really aware of what kind of curveballs I might throw at you, so uh, you think it, you'll get through
0: it? I got it. As long as it's not a knuckleball, we're all right. All right. And
1: I'm only kidding about you've never been on the show before. No, if, I
0: enjoy this. I enjoy you, coming on. Yeah.
1: You've done this once or twice. You're not nervous at all.
0: Always nervous. All right.
1: Well, and you know what? That's a good sign. I tell people to be a little bit nervous anyway. That means you're taking it serious. I
0: do. Yes.
1: And the part that we want to take serious is this is an opportunity for us to give the focal point of our local real estate market to our consumers. Correct. Uh, You know, if they just had to depend on national news or maybe local social media Yeah, they might be in trouble.
0: No, I'd like to give them the the pulse that you and I have on the local market. So you and I are out there every day in the trenches uh, talking to buyers and sellers, but we have our fingers on the pulse of the current market. Yeah,
1: that's a good way to put it. And as long as we listen to those
0: buyers and sellers, we'll we'll understand um, the market. I think next time we come on, Don, we should just do the whole segment on listening. (laughs) That'd be a quiet show. No, no, but the art of, the art of listening. Okay. Yeah. Oh, okay.
1: I thought you meant you and I would both listen, listen to each other the whole show. And yeah. then who would, who, you know, this is radio, I by know. the way. I,
0: yeah.
1: Somebody has to talk. That's right. All right. Rip and I would like to let all the children out there know that the Fresno Association of Realtors. Yeah. And by the way, the parents should listen to this yeah. too and take, take this over to their children. We are ha- the Fresno Association of Realtors is having what's called the Homewards Essay Contest. Uh, and there's some pretty darn good prizes involved, including being on Welcome Home Radio. That
0: would be fun.
1: Oh, yeah. I still remember a, a couple of years ago, one of the winners, she was about a 10 year old girl, and she was here in the studio. When she put the headsets on, her eyes closed and her arms went up in the air, and she goes, Hollywood, here I come. Oh,
0: I mean, that would have been great I'm to see. I'm never
1: going to forget no.
0: that.
1: No. I mean, that was so much excitement.
0: I wonder what she's doing now.
1: Uh, she's probably in Hollywood at the age of 12.
0: That yeah, was like four years ago.
1: I don't. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, um, the Homewards Essay Contest is a 150 word essay that um, can be filled out by the student. And um, we are going to give prizes to three different categories. There's uh, the high school age, so grades 12 through um, 9. Okay. So high school. Uh, Then, And there will be a $400 gift card given to the winner of that. That's nice. The next is 5th grade through 8th grade and a $400 gift card there. And then... um, fourth grade and under. So if you're in pre-K, you can still do it nice. as long as uh, I, hey, kids nowadays, they can type. They can, I was going to say, they're going to type. Yeah. What we want to do, we want to hear from the kids what a home means to them. Okay. And uh, we're going to learn from that. There is a bonus question on there, kind of as a tiebreaker rather than flipping a coin. And uh, what do I enjoy about school the most? Nice
0: so any requirements Do they have to does the mom and dad have to own the house apartment or they can live anywhere it doesn't matter just what the what home means to them it's
1: what home means to them they could okay. be renting buying um uh there was one a while back that was homeless uh oh that was so touching what a home meant to that kid um so, uh, you know what? I'm excited to, to be able to read them once they're all
0: in. Oh, you have to. It, it,
1: because we're going to learn a lot from the kids.
0: Yeah, hopefully, be- hopefully bring all three of those on the air th- just to read what they said and th- the winner of each one or something. That'd be great. Yeah, we're going to do that.
1: And I would suspect not one kid mentions an interest rate.
0: No, yeah. <laughs> so when's the deadline for that? Uh, November 15th. Okay, it's coming up then. Yeah, right. And and how do they turn that in?
1: Okay, you go to the website www.fresnorealtors.com. Click you'll that'll take you to the main page. Click the easiest way to get there is click on the magnifying glass, okay, the lookup button, and type in essay. Okay. And it'll take you right to the Homewards Essay Contest. Nice. Um, it does take parental consent. So Correct. The, the parent has to sign in also. And uh, you ju- it's a fillable form, so you just fill it out right there. And once again, I want to stress the importance of this. This is children thinking about what their home is really all about, um, and we all can learn from it. So each child will be performing a community
0: service. Yeah, no, that's great. Yeah. And hopefully the parents let the children fill it out. <laughs> yeah. Rip,
1: don't be putting thoughts into anybody's
0: mind. <laughs> I'm a realtor. <laughs> okay.
1: All right. So we're, uh, we're going to mention this again in the show about yeah. the Homewards Essay Contest. So if you didn't get that down, Yeah. click on the magnifying glass, check, uh, and then type in the word essay. It'll take you right to it. All right. Let's talk about some non-child things now, like statistics. I like numbers. Yeah. Um, I'm just going to ask you, would you call this current market? Here we are, November 2022, uh, just before Election Day. Would you call this
0: a buyer's market or a seller's market? I would actually, I would tend to say this is a neutral market. Um, Leaning neutral, so uh, the seller market is over. That ended in May, June, I think, and it's not quite a buyer's market yet because we don't have that much inventory for the buyer's market. But it's leaning neutral, where the buyers are still um, getting the houses that they want, is less competition, but the sellers are not getting um, everything they want either.
1: All right, Rip, if you had your druthers buyer's market, seller's market, neutral market. Mm -hmm. As a realtor helping clients, which market would you like?
0: Well, that's a great question. The perfect market is a neutral market because we don't like these high uh, value increases every year, year over year over year. We have what, 16%, 17%, 20%. That's unhealthy for any real estate market or any market period. It was too hot for too long. So now we see it cooling off a little bit just like our beautiful Fresno weather. and now it's just a, it's a good market. The rates, unfortunately, uh, keep going up and inflation keeps going up. So you're going to see pressure on housing. But um, I still think it's the best bet for an inflation fighter is to buy a home.
1: I remember what one of my mentors taught me. And this is back prior to the high inflation and high interest rates of the early 1980s. I remember those. Yeah. He said the best when inflation is hitting us the best thing to do is own a piece of the world i agree because then the value of whatever it is you own it's goes only, up correct and he said if it's bare land if it's real, a home mm-hmm. that value is going to go up i agree and then on top of that you throw in a fixed interest rate rather than an adjustable rate yeah you no. throw in that fixed interest rate what a great way to combat inflation. Yeah, it's
0: a great way for your retirement, too. So now you're saving money, building your retirement, your nest egg, uh, maybe even doing a legacy for your family that way. That's one way to do it, and we could see a big shift here in another, you know, six to 18 months where it's gonna be one of the best times in our lifetime to buy real estate. And it could be one of the best times to invest in real estate as well.
1: What would it take to, for, for that to happen in this big shift?
0: Well, there'd be a couple of things that could happen. They're all, you know, black swans. We don't want to get too negative on the economy and world events, but there's a couple of items. So, you know, if you're a, an investor and you're sitting on the sidelines, you'll keep your eyes open listening and get ready to uh, jump in when the water's right.
1: I remember a story when I was a kid. And, of course, John Kennedy was the president back <laughs> then. And it's the Kennedy family made their wealth Their they made it during the depression by buying real estate.
0: I thought it was whiskey. (laughs) I don't know. I was joking.
1: (laughs) Maybe it was both. Both. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll go with that. Um, But the, uh, the
0: significant part anyway was was the real estate. estate. Well, no, some of the wealthiest folks in the United States are, they own real estate and a lot of it. Mm -hmm. So,
1: yeah. All right. And, Supply and demand is what drives real estate. Correct. With interest rates going up, the demand is not as high as it was six months ago or a year ago. Correct. But you know, it supply hasn't changed a whole lot. No. So it's up. It's gone from about eight hundred and fifty to about twelve hundred and fifty. Okay. That's significant, but yeah. it's still not a lot.
0: No, not for the real estate market of, the, of Fresno County, where you have over a half a million people. And the outlying neighborhood, you're looking at, what, a million two, million three? Mm. So if you're looking for a million three and there's only uh, 1,200 houses on the market, yeah. and we have another problem we want to touch on, too, is all the new home constructions running not being electrified by PG&E. Oh, so. Now these folks are going to lose their rates. They've already moved out of their house. They're being put up in um, hotels, mobile homes. Who knows what these guys are doing because PG&E can't electrify these neighborhoods. That's going to be a big issue. Yeah. So it's perfect is. time to switch back over to pre-existing.
1: Okay. And when we get back from our first commercial break, let's talk more about that. Some of the outside issues that are affecting the local market. The local market. Yeah. So stay tuned to Welcome Home Radio 940- K-Y-N-O Well welcome back to Welcome Home Radio This is Don Scordino your host and here in the studio we have Rip Havdi a realtor uh, with real brokers and both of us we take it to the streets. We work day. with buyers and sellers. All day. So imagine, uh, here, here's a thought for everybody. Imagine a real estate market where there were no external influences. And it was all based on, I want to buy a house, or yeah. I need to buy a house, or I want to sell my house. Um, we might, you know, supply and demand might be... More in balance, I agree, and prices might stay a little more. Then we back to a neutral market, <laughs> exactly because it's base uh, builders would build based on need. But let's talk about some of those external influences, okay. and, and let's break it down into the supply side and then the the demand, demand side. side. Okay. So on the supply side, what external influences
0: impact? our housing market. First of all we have the lack of housing. I think it's a big one. You have the governor talking about trying to build housing, which um I think we're way off, but the average price home in California is still way too high for the average family, eight hundred and twenty one thousand dollars average price home for California. Very few people can handle that price.
1: Well and I'm gonna guess that a lot that high price is because there's been a lack of supply. Correct. And, and so and then, of course, when you had interest rates so low, you had demand at an all-time high, High, you had supply
0: at an all-time low, low. of course you're gonna have higher prices. And that's when the sellers were getting the $30,000 over appraised value, not paying anything, and that's definitely switched. Yeah. Or shifted.
1: Okay, so what causes that lack of inventory, lack of supply?
0: Well, first of all, you have the home builders, building homes so then you have i think personally you remember this in 2008 to 12 when the market crashed i think we lost a whole generation of buyers in the marketplace and then also we had corporate america come in and buying up a bunch of houses not so much here but around the united states so they're just going to be rentals for some of these large large companies now so that's also a lot of houses that we lost so there's a some external and then um, I think the other thing that's external is the schools. Folks are looking for good schools. So that's going to generate people moving from area to area. All right. Let's go back to what you said that
1: uh, we lost a – we may have lost a whole, mm-hmm. whole generation of buyers. Yeah, my opinion. In case that generation is listening, tell yeah. us why and how they can get around that.
0: Well, let's – First of all, we'd want to be a. They lived through the nightmare of the 2008 to 12. They saw their families go through a lot of tra- traumatic experiences from foreclosure, short sales, divorce, financial problems. They saw this. They're probably thinking, "Man, I'm not going to even get close to this. I don't want any part of this." But now they're getting a little bit older. Um, it's taken them a long time um, to save their money. They probably have student loan debt, so they n- actually need. They're starting to make money now. So now is a perfect time for them to actually think about jumping into the market. They're a perfect FHA candidate where they only need 3.5% down. And in this market, we are seeing the sellers uh, being willing to do either buy down the rate for them or contribute to closing costs, where six months ago, it was a no, mm-hmm. a hard no. <laughs> and I want to tell this
1: story. It's a personal story, um, but I think there's a big lesson to learn. And I, when this show started over 14 years ago that's what i was told tell the story of, mm-hmm. of home ownership so for that generation that lived through 2008 the, the they were young during yeah. 2008 uh through what 11 or 12 yeah. and it was traumatic it was there is a way out of that when i was 16 17 years old uh our family went through a lot of that we were in foreclosure uh, we were about to lose our home, and that was not easy. That mm. was a very unsettling time in my life. Um, but yet, I, I want to hand this one off to my mother for, you know teaching us the right way. She didn't quit. No. She took on a second job, She made more money, She got a little help from a relative, bailed it out of foreclosure, and taught all of her kids. Don't put a chip on your shoulder. You go out and you fix it. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, she could easily have just gone in the corner and cried and lost our home. Yeah. Um, and it's really neat that today that same home is still in our family. There my you my go. sister now owns it. Nice. And, um, it, it's just a great feeling, especially to know that she taught us the right way. You don't quit. And, um, and by the way, interest rates were up back then. Yeah, they were. Yeah. And um, anyway, so through every trauma
0: comes a good lesson. Yeah, as long as you stay positive. you got to stay positive. And work. That's what I like about Fresno. If you stay positive, you work hard, you're going to get rewarded here. But you got to work hard. Mm-hmm. And that's probably like that in any town. It's Just like the Bulldogs. They could have quit after that game. You know, that last 69 seconds was the best part of that game. But, you know, 90% of the stands left. That's right. So you stay positive, and you can be a winner, just like Fresno State football.
1: That was some game. That was the
0: best comeback I think in school history. Oh yeah, this is my favorite. I was was listening. I was one of the Red Seaters that left, so I'll acknowledge that. But I was listening to it on the radio.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I left too, but the reason I left is because I worked too much. Yeah. And and so when my wife said, "Time to go," I really want to (laughs) go. It's like, all right, you know. I, didn't, I work late last night. I better give her her away. And so we left it. Yeah. Well, Should
0: have known better. Yeah. Coach said that, you know, in, in three years from now, it'd be 90% of this. St- I was there. What was he saying? People were
1: there. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Well, let's get back to those external influences that affect the supply. Okay. How about uh, like building homes right now? Yep. I, I got to <clears> say this. I feel bad for the builders right now. Yeah. Because for years, they've been told, build more, build more. And interest rates, everything was somewhat predictable. But in the last six months, those rates aren't predictable. No. And they started those subdivisions two, three, four years ago. And
0: the planning and buying the property probably five years ago on some of those. Yeah. So how do you predict the highest... um, interest rate hike and almost in history i mean if they go one more before the end of the year it will be history i think mm-hmm. highest rate hike in history
1: right and that is an external influence Huge. because that is a it's an intentional thing that is designed to hold back pricing hold back yep. the demand well those builders who tried to uh, sup, uh give supply a year two three four years ago and it's coming to fruition now. Now they're going to be greatly impacted
0: by that. Yeah. I mean, it's a whole different segment on the building uh, new homes. But I just wanted to bring up the part also with the PG&E, not electrifying some of these guys. So these poor folks, these are buying these new homes. They probably locked the rate at 3%, 3.5%. And now the market shifted. The house is not done. And now it's going to be 7%. I mean, that could have, their, their payment could have doubled. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, Let's go to the uh, demand side um, and external influences. Okay. What, what do you see there?
0: Well, we lost a huge amount of demand. So uh, me personally, we've lost probably five or six buyers, um, almost $6 million worth of real estate just in the past three months uh, because either they're sitting out, they're investors, or they're a higher end. They're just going to wait and see what happens or they just can't afford the payment that they want or they're having to go downsize. Instead of a, a $450,000 house, now they're looking at three they are really not liking what they see, so now they're going to kind of just sit and, and wait and see what's going on. The only thing else that's going to affect us is the, the price of rents, and Fresno has gone through the roof, and um, that's one of the things that's also pushing people to move is the rent price. So I might as well buy a house because the rent's almost the same price. The only problem we have there is for the seller on an external is I'm going to sell this house. and I have to buy, but my payments going to be more than what I had. Mm -hmm. So, but I do think that's kind of helped us out in our local market is, I don't know about you, but last year I've had a lot of folks that moved out of state. I saw a lot of that too. Okay, so that was huge. But here's the thing that I think is going to help us locally. Um, to keep it local is now the prices of these places they've moved to are now higher than here. Yeah, yeah. A lot of them. So uh, my advice for anybody that's moving out of state right now, if you're on your way to Idaho um, or Utah, first thing you do when you get there is get rid of your California plate. It's <laughs> just a helpful tip.
1: All right. that's kind of like in the old days when people would come to buy in Fresno and you knew they were from the Bay Area. Mm-hmm. I think those sellers' eyes just lit up like
0: cash. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, okay, I wanna throw another uh what I fear believe is the biggest external factor affecting demand. Okay and
0: that's fear. Oh, I hundred percent agree. That's yeah.
1: Whoa. For all those that couldn't see (laughs) Rip Havdi's eyeballs (laughs) right now, he he just lit up when I said fear. Yes, hundred percent. So you must believe that.
0: Yes. It's all you see on the TV and the radio and newspapers is fear this, blah, blah, blah. And I'm a big anti-fear guy, so I always go the other direction. If you, uh, anything negative or something like that, I try to go the other way. Yeah. But I agree 100%. Sure. So a lot of those people who, let's
1: take the case of a renter who's paying 100% interest right now. Excuse me. um, 100% of their monthly payment is going... Not to them, Correct. not one part of it, um, and saying, well, the market's really ugly. The market's bad. The market... So I'm going to sit and wait
0: for a while. Um, why? I don't know. Well, another thing, don't forget, you know, with rent control now, what they did in California, the lease, if the landlord did the lease, their rent's going up every year.
1: Yeah. Okay. We're going to talk more about that when we get back from our commercial break. But before the break, I want to remind all the kids out there again, you've got to be, you got to help out our community, right? Get involved in the Homewards Essay Contest uh, by going to www.fresnorealtors.com. Click on the magnifying glass and uh, look and type in the word essay and you'll get there. You can fill out the form right there. A 150 word essay on what my home means to me. And children, you're going to help our community learn what a home is really all about. And we just need those words from the kids to get us to focus on what's what we need to remember about homes. Um, in fact, this show will be deleted probably because we're here. We are talking about external forces, fear, and all that. I'll bet the kids don't talk about that.
0: None of it. None of it. Hey, but if they get lost, just uh, call 559 490 6400. That's the Fresno Association Realtors phone number, and I'll be glad to help you get directed to the right spot.
1: Hey, thank you, Rip. And with that, we're going to our commercial break. Stay tuned to Welcome Home Radio 940 KYNO. I'm proud of the power. hill. welcome back welcome to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, me. your host, along with Rip Havdi, our, uh, our guest I'm today. Baby. Rip is a realtor with Real Brokers, and I like that song that we just played, I'm Proud of This Home We Built, Ooh. and um, that is so true, and fear is such a detriment to people wanting to own their own home so rip what what do we do about fear well, Pe- people telling you you can't buy a home
0: well you can't do this
1: yeah. you're gonna have to continue to be a renter all your life
0: i say Pff. <laughs> no but fear is the number one thing that holds people back in, in all aspects of life so First thing I would do is if I'm a, a tenant and I'm thinking about buying homes, I would call a local realtor and get a number for a local um, lender, loan officer they have. And I, I use the keyword local. So, guys and gals, if you're out there, you're thinking about buying a home, first thing you know, call a local real estate agent and get a lender that's local, not an out of town or an online guy or gal, and get those numbers done to find out exactly where you qualify. So, powers and, and knowledge. So when you have the knowledge of what you need to do to buy your first home, it's it's eye-opening. Like mine did, you say, what's going on you know, fear? I'm like, yeah, no, that is it. So as long as you know the pros and cons of buying a home and your numbers. Now, you want to keep your um, phone number with the lender. Once you're qualified, you qualify, you want to be calling your lender often because the rates are changing sometimes two and three times a day. So you're definitely going to be wanting to keep an eye on the payment. So it's not a crazy um, adjustable rate mortgage right now. I always strongly recommend anybody, um, unless they're you know savvy, is to stay with a fixed mortgage. Don't do inter- uh, adjustables or interest only stuff like that. So stay out of that. Um, so knowledge is power. So you don't need to be afraid. You're also going to get a good tax deduction if you're making you know sixty thousand or more. You can get a nice little tax deduction so you have to pay Uncle Sam as much money.
1: And another thing is security.
0: It's huge security. You,
1: you know, you don't have to worry about um, your landlord saying, hey, I'm now 85 years old. I need to sell the house. You yes, have for, to move. Yeah. Um, it, and then you have to move because their life situation changed to where they they can't keep keep it as a rental anymore.
0: You know, the thing we forget about is, especially talking about the kids with the SA, what is what does the home mean? Is their pride in home ownership. There's something to be said oh, yes. when you're fixing up your house, and you got it repainted, restuccoed, you redo your floors, um, you know, you're doing your yard, which I would recommend going zero scape Fresno because of water, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> or desert scape.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, no, and there, and you know, there are some people out there that are respecting the shortage of water; they haven't watered their lawn or done anything to it for a while. Yeah. using the drought as an excuse yeah. and the reason I say as an excuse is they haven't even trimmed it or mowed it yeah they've just let it grow like weeds now that one's I don't think is about the drought no
0: it's just being you know, be honest with you, it's just lazy um my wife would be telling me if I'm not out there you know enough then I'm getting lazy because I need to get my yard done but
1: <laughs> yeah right um I want to go back to fear And this is a lesson that I learned. One of my life lessons. Fear means respect it. Mm. So I was going whitewater rafting on the Kings River. And I remember what our our guide told us. He goes, he scared the heck out of us. He's saying, I want you to fear the river. That river can kill you. That river, you know, you better fear it. But... He said, here's how you handle fear. That just means you respect it. Don't do something crazy. You know That's um, good. Yeah. So, and he goes, if you respect it uh, because of the fear of it, he goes, you will have the best time of your life. And I will tell you, whitewater rafting was one of the best things I've ever done. I mean, it was like nature's roller coaster. Ah, uh, oh, that's a good was, one.
0: It's an e-ticket ride. Nature's yeah. Nature's e-ticket ride.
1: But- um, uh, you know, don't stand up and on the boat while you're going through a rapid. <laughs> yeah. Because that's not respecting the potential danger. Same thing with a home. Um, buy something that, you know, you can afford. Sure. Now in five years from now. Yep. Uh, don't do, you, you know, it's over. And, don't and be even ha- if that house has to be a stepping stone to the next one.
0: Well, we all, did, we all did that, Don. And nowadays, kids are trying to get, they want their dream home now. But no, it's like, look at. we all started with a, a lower-priced home. We went, moved up, and then we moved up to where we're at now. So it was three or four jumps before you finally get to that dream home, if you ever get to your dream home. Mm-hmm. So, I remember telling a buyer one time, uh, looking at a
1: $200,000 home, that the payment would be about this. And then he says, well, what about a million-dollar home? I said, well, payment will probably be about the same. Was what? How how can that be? You know, two hundred thousand to a million. I said because, in between the two hundred thousand dollar home and the million dollar home, you probably bought and sold three times, right. two, three, four times. Each time gaining equity in that home, moving the equity to the next house. So by the time you get to that million dollar home you may still only have a
0: $200,000 mortgage. That's a good point, because that's uh, a smart homeowner would do that.
1: Yeah. Now, for those people in the last few years, <laughs> excuse me, those people that bought their forever home as their first home, Yeah. okay, that was all right, because, I mean, the interest rates were pretty low. It allowed for it. Yep. But um, maybe now it doesn't allow for it, so... Hey, enjoy time the stepping.
0: ride. Yeah, well, you got to get in. You know, get in and enjoy it, and then maybe not sell it. And we're big on investment too. So, buy a house, use it as a rental, and keep on moving. So, my goal is, you know, the safest place right now for me is in real estate. The market is just too volatile for my my taste buds. um Now, granted, you know, maybe after you know a couple of weeks, I'll look at it again and jump back in on the stock market. Uh, my 401k and my retirement stuff is just beaten up bad. So, but I will tell you, my home value is not beaten up bad. It's nice. Mm-hmm. So,
1: so when the stock market goes goes bad, can you drive by it, check it out, see what it's yeah. looking like? Or,
0: not really, no. Yeah, I just get an email and I don't want to look at it.
1: So, if an investment property is starting to change, yes, can you drive by it and sure say? Sure can. Ah, you can even um, go and get out and touch the wall if you want. Yeah. All right. So real estate is the visible investment. That's best hedge for inflation. Yeah. Bitcoin, cryptocurrency.
0: Uh, I mean, some people have their opinion, which is great. But for me, um, I'm 100% real estate and not not my investment wise, but I'm 100% in investing in real estate. Mm
1: -hmm. Well, I remember my financial planner many years ago. He looked at my assets and he goes, boy. You're just about almost all real estate. Mm -hmm. You really need to diversify. A few years later, he goes, you know, you were pretty smart to invest in real estate.
0: I've lost too much money in diversification, so I think I'll stick with real estate.
1: Yeah. Hey, be careful of those five-syllable words, diversification. Yeah. Yeah, they're hard to understand.
0: Yeah, usually you empty your wallet.
1: All right. So fear is a big external influence and a lot of this fear comes from people that really don't know a thing or two about real estate
0: the unknown the fear of the unknown i think would really get them Mm -hmm. that's an emotional thing too so like for you know professional agents um out there know how to help and talk to the buyers and sellers to get them through the process Mm -hmm. to where they can feel comfortable and safe and secure about the decisions they're making
1: yeah yeah and too often we listen to others, outliers, you know, some uh, a brother in law's best friend who used to be in real estate back in Missouri,
0: family friend, yeah,
1: family friend. And they're saying, don't do this
0: don't or a coworker that. that's a part time realtor.
1: Yeah. Or um, maybe they're not saying, don't do this. They're saying, oh, yeah, adjustable rate. That's the way to go, because uh, then you don't have to refinance when the rates go down. They didn't say if the rates went da- down. They said when it does. Yeah. So who's going to bet on that one?
0: We did. A lot of people did in 2008 to 12.
1: <laughs> mm hmm. And. Um, that, that's when we had not just adjustable rates, but we ha- that caused a thing called negative amortization. Yep.
0: Negams. Where
1: your loan balance actually went up.
0: Yep. Pick a payments, pay option arms.
1: Yeah. And. The balloon payments were oh. really bad because, yeah, in two years or three years, whatever it was, yeah. you you had to either come up with 300000 cash or, or have the ability to refinance it. Which
0: so, went away yeah. real quick.
1: Yeah. Okay. Before we go to the next commercial break, we want to give that website again for the Homewards Essay Contest. And that is www.com fresnorealtors.com Realtors is spelled R-E-A-L-T-O-R-S dot com. Go to the magnifying glass for the lookup button. Try, type in the word essay. It'll take you right to the homewards essay contest. Uh, for the child to be involved, they do need parental consent. So the parents need to uh, be on there too. And it's a 150-word essay on what my home means to me, and do the bonus question, too, about what I like most about school. That one's going to be a fun one to mm-hmm. add in there.
0: And if you get lost on there, call 559-490-6400. Fresno Association really be happy to direct you to that website.
1: All right. Thank you. Stay tuned to Welcome Home Radio, 940-KYNO. welcome back to Welcome Home Radio. This is Don Scordino, your host. And here helping me out today is Rip Havdi of Real Brokers. And, um, you know, I'm with a different company. I'm with Realty Concepts. You're with Real Brokers. Correct. Two competing companies. Correct. Seems odd um, that we would be helping, helping everything out. So what industries... Are out there where two competing companies can come together in one transaction to make two different parties happy.
0: Real estate. That's the only one I know of.
1: Yeah. And that's through the.
0: Cooperation.
1: Spirit of cooperation, which is the backbone, the foundation of the multiple listing service. Yep, correct. Yeah. So if Rip gets a listing, a good listing, and i happen to see it published in our multiple listing service and i have a buyer that that fits we're going to work together
0: and we have in the past yeah
1: (laughs) do you remember that this is back oh gosh 10 12 years ago at one point in time we had three transactions going at the the same same time time. (laughs) now to put that in perspective there's many agents out there that in all my years, I've never had three, three in a row. Total. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that, it, was, that was fun.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe it was fun for you. You had yeah. a good guy yeah. to work with.
0: <laughs> no, I enjoy it. You know, that's a good thing about the Fresno real estate uh, market. Everybody tries real hard. Uh, we have our meetings on Tuesday morning, and we get education, and we talk about um, how the spirit of cooperation works, uh, ethics, we always bring all the agents up to date end of the current market. But we try really hard um, as management. I know you were a manager one time. I was a manager one time. Uh, teaching agents how um, the transaction is supposed to work. The principal is the boss, which is the seller and the buyer. And the agent is here to facilitate. So we're just help here to help everybody get across the finish line. So we all work together with the same goal.
1: And part of what makes that work is that when, let's say, Rip gets a listing, um, it's published in there that if Don or anybody, any other member brings an offer and represents the other party, that this is how much you're going to be paid. Correct. And so that never becomes a,
0: an a issue. point
1: in the... Conten- in the uh,
0: point of contention because it's known up front.
1: Right. So then you can truly focus on the buyer and the seller's needs. Correct. And it's amazing how that can so often and i'm going to say 90 95 percent of the time becomes a win-win transaction for buyer and seller
0: yes um then they go to communication listing everybody's uh, on the same page so it comes to a smooth transaction and in the uh, spirit of cooperation the agents work together uh, something comes up and a bump in the road so to speak the other agent calls the seller's agent calls the buyer's agent hey this what's going on we're communicating, let everybody know what's going on. We fix it and we move forward and we close. Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. Excellent. And it's that spirit of cooperation. It's an intangible thing, but it's fostered by that offer of compensation. Correct. Uh, in other words, hey, come work with me. This is how much you're going to get paid. It's not like um an electrician going to work not knowing if they're going to be paid fifteen dollars an hour or fifty dollars an hour
0: or or if you call a plumber to your house you know the service charge is eighty five dollars but you know how much it's going to be when he's done so but on our side you know exactly what the fee the number is going to be right up front so there's no question at all as far as a listing agent or the buyer's agent they know up front what it's going to be
1: yeah there you go and um Here's another thing in that spirit of cooperation, um, like when Rip and I had those three escrows going at the same time, um, it was important for one another to hold up our end of the correct
0: the yeah. deal. Correct,
1: so that you'd want to work with that person right. on the next one. If um, I would not, I, I would never be that way. So if one person was dishonest or lazy or not helpful. Well, I had
0: a bump in the road. Yeah. We always remember bumps in the road.
1: Yeah. All right. Um, th- then you're not going to be as want to work with them as much not as
0: quick, but you know, there are even issues with the buyer, the lender. I mean, there's a lot of variables in a real estate transaction. I mean, there's up to 40, 42 people that actually hands on a real estate transaction mm-hmm. from beginning to end. So, a lot of things could happen. That's why you want to you want to work with your professional local full time real estate agents to make sure um, that they have the knowledge and expertise to make sure they take care of you. How many people did you say? As up to, uh, between forty and forty two hands touch yeah. every real estate transaction.
1: One well, at least one of those is that brother in law's friend in Missouri that used to be a realtor. Correct. They're always involved. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> or the mom or dad.
1: Yeah. Uh, speaking of mom's uh, and this is to be expected from a for a buyer and that's that third party opinion
0: yeah it's huge and all it
1: is it's your mother telling you that they love you Yep. but i remember walking into a house to show my mom hey this is the house we just bought five steps in the door she's saying hey you paid too much yeah how do you know Right, You're a seamstress. I'm a real estate broker. Yeah. That didn't matter to a mother.
0: No. Nope. <laughs> There's always one of them that's going to have an opinion, which we love the opinions. You know, yeah. sometimes we didn't see it. I'm like, well, I, I can appreciate that.
1: And take away the words. What my mother was really saying is I care about you. Yeah.
0: Yeah. The well, Moms are great. They are. It's a good time.
1: All right. And maybe they're the ones who taught us the spirit of cooperation, too.
0: Oh, you don't cooperate
1: with that I mean, mother you yeah
0: it was a little it was a little bit worse yeah if you cooperate back you then.
1: All right, so um, you know so I had somebody say one time that the multiple listing service is no more than a database. What's your comment to that?
0: I don't agree with that at all, you know because they do so much for the community. We have outreach, um, education, we provide tools. Um, the agents can go and get anything they need to do the job they need to do to take care of the consumers. And, um, it's not just a database. I would call third parties a database, but not your local association, not the local MLS. I'm a hundred percent, a hundred percent behind the local MLS, local MLS, because of what we do for the community. Now, a lot of the folks in the community don't know what we do as far as, um, Habitat for Humanity, Terry's House, I and mean, all the things that we do, we donate out of our own commission checks to do things around our own community, which is great. Um, and we need to do that, and we love doing that. But there's so much more that we do to, to educate and train our agents to be the best agents that Fresno can have.
1: You know, and I just thought of another thing. So some of these other databases that provide you information, they're trying to obtain Correct. business from the viewer correct whereas with the multiple listing service w- that service is already there they're utilizing you Rip, correct we're selling me. it we're selling it and we're just trying to cooperate to ma- to be the matchmaker yes match the perfect buyer to the perfect home yeah
0: it behooves us to get as many eyeballs on that house for the seller as possible mm-hmm.
1: okay that's excellent um What do you want people to remember most about
0: today's show? Kids essay. So don't forget the kids essay. And then don't be afraid to jump in the market. If the market gets crazy, um, it's always a good time to buy because you're less competition. Um, People, typically sellers kind of slow down right now because of the holidays coming up. I always encourage buyers to keep looking right now because the house is going to have its best foot forward during the holidays.
1: That's a good point. Some people think, oh, I should take my home off the market Uh, during the holidays. Yeah.
0: I love Uh, selling houses during Thanksgiving and Christmas.
1: You know, I don't remember if it was three years ago, four years ago, but December was one of the biggest months months of the year. Yep. And and you would think that would be... Just the opposite. Right. Yeah. Uh, I remember one time, too, they said, oh, the market dies during the fair. Sometimes,
0: but it didn't... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> sometimes
1: yeah because there's other factors involved yeah.
0: yeah i'm just glad the fair's back
1: uh-huh yeah <laughs> that's a good point all right so uh you mentioned the homewards essay contest yes sir kids get out there 150 there are words some or less outstanding prizes
0: the 400 best, bucks
1: the best one being uh you get to come on welcome home radio Yeah,
0: sit here and talk to don scordino
1: yeah yeah oh man what a treat well and then at that point is when I could also give them the $400 gift card there you go three age groups uh,
0: uh, grade high school,
1: school nine, grades 9 through 12 5th grade through 8th grade and then also 4th grade and under, under. so uh, kids help us out tell us what a home really is all about
0: what's it mean to you
1: yeah well rip Thank, Thank you, you very much for your Thanks, help Donna. today. My pleasure. And to all our listeners out there, have a great Saturday. And um,
0: hope Fresno State takes out Hawaii.
1: There you go. <laughs> all right. We'll see everybody later.
0: Bye-bye. Have a great day.